This episode is brought to you by the British Red Cross Miles for Refugees event, a fundraising fitness challenge raising money for refugees in the UK and abroad. As you'll know, I'm running 22 miles this month, which is the equivalent distance to the common refugee journey across the English Channel. This week, to add some spring to my step, I'm really thrilled to be in the digital podcast studio with someone very close to the cause. I'm about to welcome Alex Fraser, the British Red Cross UK Director for Refugee Support and Restoring Family Links. Alex believes so passionately in the rights of refugees and that every single human being should be treated with utmost kindness, compassion and care and is helping to use the transformative power of movement to drive change. So, welcome Alex to Welfare Daily. Hi there. It's so great to have you here. So Alex, Welfare aims to be a buddy to all runners from all backgrounds and abilities. I'd love to know what movement has brought to your life over the years. Uh, it's really been transformational for me. I, I started running about 13 years ago after we, we started having a family and uh, I needed to get healthier. And I've never really looked back. I've just had so much in terms of physical and mental benefits from doing it. And also I've managed to raise some money for great causes like the British Red Cross during those 13 years as well. Amazing stuff. Let's talk about your work with the British Red Cross. What drew you to them and what do you do on a day to day basis for them? Yeah, I mean, I've been working for the Red Cross for over 20 years now. The things that really interested me about the Red Cross was I wanted to do something that would have a bit more meaning to it. And uh, I saw a job advertised, went for it, and I didn't really know completely what the Red Cross was all about. And it's only since I, I've been working over these 20 years have I really discovered just the phenomenal stuff that the Red Cross does, both here in the UK and internationally, to help people in crisis. That includes people who have lost everything because of terrible situations of conflict and persecution, refugees. And that's what I'm focused on now within the British Red Cross. And I have this incredible privilege of working alongside others who just pull out all the stops every day to help people in these really difficult situations. And it's probably the most rewarding stuff I've ever been fortunate to do in my working career, without any doubt. And we're here to talk about the Miles for Refugees event. What is the purpose of that event? This idea of people running, cycling, walking or rolling a distance to represent a refugee's journey to safety? Because exercise has the power to transform our own lives. But how can it transform the lives of others? The two main reasons why Miles for Refugees really matters is first and foremost, it's about helping to raise funds to enable us to do the work we do as British Red Cross, we support around 30,000 people, uh, refugees who have come from those terrible situations of conflict and persecution. So primarily it's about enabling us to carry on doing the critical work that we do. But it's also about solidarity. It's about people getting out there and, as you say, walking, running, rolling, taking part, whatever pace it's your pace, you know, it's the taking part, it's a solidarity. So it does you good, it does us good as, as human beings to get out there and be in the elements. But also it does so much good in terms of raising funds and awareness about our work supporting refugees and about what it is to be a refugee. One of the things that I'm loving about this event is the fact that it is so accessible. So I've run marathons in the past. I've been very, very fit. Right now, I'm fit for my current life, juggling two small children. And so for me, I'm really enjoying the fact that I can break down my 22 miles as and when I need over the month and dip in and out of the challenge. Last year, you ran a lot more than 22 miles. You did 72. What are your learnings from running 72 miles as part of the Miles for Refugee event? 
So I think the main thing is when you think about it, 72 miles, it, it sounds like a lot. But, you know, when you break it down over the course of a month, it's like anything that seems like a bit of a mountain. You just do it one day at a time, you know, literally one step at a time. And before you know it, you've done the first five miles then the first 10 and the first 20, you know. And you just do it at your own pace. You know, we all have the pace that we feel comfortable in walking, running, rolling, you know, and that's what you need to do. But I can't remember a single one of those miles where I didn't feel infinitely better at the end of doing the run than I did at the start. So, you know, I think it's just about getting out there and giving it your best shot. And how did you track your miles? Because I've got a poster up on the wall and I'm coming in and I'm crossing off my distance after I've checked my fitness tracker and, you know, seeing my progress visually. Did you do the same? Which you know, I, There's a couple of ways. I, mean, I, I used to always be very kind of old school. I'd have this notebook and I'd come back and I'd kind of like, it's covered in sweat from, you know, writing down the miles and the time and the weather and all of that. And I've still got those notebooks from a few years ago and I love flicking through them. So, you know, you can you can do it that way. Or, you know, I've now got a, a watch which has, is attached to an app. So I now get on the app and I'm looking, oh, how am I doing? And so, you know, it can be really low tech, old school, bit of paper and a pen. Or it can be something a bit more high tech using an app. But I think one thing I would say is that it's definitely worth recording it as you go because you get that real sense of achievement. Yeah, it really takes the endorphins to the next level, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it, it totally does, you know, and uh, you, you, you look back and, you know, going back to the 72 mile mountain, once you've got like halfway, you're like, oh, wow. And you look back and you say, well, how many runs was that? And you see, and then you think, right, the next, how am I going to do the next half? You know, maybe I could go a little bit quicker on this mile and so on. It's just, it's just great. And you see your progress and it feels like such an achievement. You know, you're like, wow, I'm out there. I'm running. I'm making a difference to people's lives, you know. And so, Alex, what is the one thing you'd love this year's challengers to take away from their running, cycling, walking, or maybe rolling? Do you know what? You will make a difference to people's lives. People you will never probably meet, people who have lost so much already, people who find themselves in such difficult situations. By taking part, you're saying, I care. I'm going to do this in solidarity to raise funds, to help the Red Cross support people in these terrible, difficult situations. So you're amazing. You're making a difference. Go for it and just do the best you can. I absolutely love that. And that is something I'm definitely going to be taking into my own running, especially when it gets hard. I'm just going to remind myself of exactly why I'm doing it. Well, thank you for joining me here on Welfare Daily. It's such a short show, but you've shared so much. So I really appreciate it. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much. And thanks to everyone who's taken part. If you haven't got a challenge for June and fancy joining me in making your miles count, then there's still a few days for you to sign up for Miles for Refugees. Sign up before June the 13th at miles.redcross.org.uk and if you use the discount code ONAIR, you get 50% off the registration fee, making it only £5.